Love Life Church podcast, and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. Welcome to Love Life Young Adults. We are on part three of grace, love, and truth, right? I was praying a few weeks ago, everything's going crazy in the world and everything going crazy on the internet and just, just the chaos that's going on and my heart was breaking. I, I didn't know how to respond, what to do, and I'm just like, I don't wanna just follow the crowd. I don't wanna just do what everybody's making me do. First of all, growing up, I've always been like that. If you say yes, I say no. It's just like, it's just how I am. If we're, everybody's headed that way, I want to know what's this way. And so when all the pressure of like how to respond, I didn't want to fall for the pressure. I wanted to ask God, God, how am I supposed to respond in this time, in this, in this trouble, in this pain, in this hate? How am I supposed to respond? And how can I lead change in this generation? And God gave me a picture. So literally legit, I'm not playing. I'm not making it over spiritual. I'm blow drying my hair, okay? And um, it was for Sunday service. I'm praying for Pastor Deanne, like, yeah, bring the fire. Like, I just love to pray for service. Like, I hop up myself too. Like, I'm ready to receive the word. I'm gonna be pulling on that gift. God's got something for me every time my butt enters this place. So that's right. I'm, I'm that girl. Like I've been here 23 years and I still come to receive something because I will never know it all, but I will always press on, keep on growing, keep on learning. And when you watch in the YouTubes, you know, you hear my voice like, amen. Woo, woo. And my laugh is so weird. Yeah, that's me. But I was praying for the service, and I'm praying for the service, and God immediately gave me a picture. And God gave me this picture. It was a silhouette, right? And it was just like dark and shaded. It wasn't, and over the eyes, it said grace. Over the mouth, it said love. And over the heart, it said truth. And God was saying, if we could see through grace, speak from love, and have his truth written on our heart, we could change the world. We could impact the world. When we start seeing like God sees, when we start speaking like God speaks, and when we continue to live our life close to God, our heart is filled with God's word, with God's truth. We're living a life with God. We're gonna change the world because change starts in our hearts and in our homes. And change starts with you. It starts with me. It starts with us. It starts with unity, right? You cannot overcome hate with hate. You can only overcome hate with love, with love. And that's why we talked about last week, a love revolution, right? We need a love revolution. We need a love revolution. So I'm excited. I'm pumped. I'm hyped. And did you guys come to receive something today? Do you believe God has something for you? Seriously, let's go, right? So we, how many of you guys want to be changed, right? You want to be the change? We want change, but sometimes we just don't know how to start. Sometimes we, we, we overcomplicate it. We make things complicated. Religion makes things complicated. We complicate things. And change is actually easy. You just start. Change is a process. It's not an event. 
Change takes time, right? You receive Jesus Christ in your life and it's like, woo! And you go home and your room looks the same, your computer looks the same, your web browser is the same, your radio stations are the same, your everything, every contact in your phone is the same. And you're like, what what happened? I got to go back to my regular life. It takes time. Change is a process, not an event. And we're expecting this event to happen. But you want to know big events happen in little change. Little change creates big events in your life. So the world needs us to rise up. The world needs the church to rise up with guilt, with shame, with condemnation. No, they already know, right? We know, we know, we don't, do you, we don't want somebody yelling at you when you know you already did wrong. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't change things, but when somebody can help you, if somebody can hold your hand with six feet of distance, you know, it's like somebody showing you the way rather than just telling you the way. You know, you know, where is this? You're like, down there, that way, this. You know what? Especially in this building, I'm, I practically live here. I'm telling you, if they had a shower, I would legit live here. But I know every door, every room, every cabinet, everything. Well, most of the time when I'm not, <laughs> if I'm looking for something, I'll ask for help. Yes, because, but if you're like, okay, where's that kid's class? You're like, over there. Yeah, no, just around the corner. Of there. And somebody's like, where? You're like, oh, let me show you. Let me show you where that is. You take them around the corner. You take them to the door. You walk in. We got to show the way, right? Some people don't know what love looks like. Some people don't know what grace looks like. People don't know what truth looks like. That's why they fall in for all the lies, right? So you know what we need to start a war on? Y'all ready for war? What is it good for? Something like that. It's an old song. I don't really know it. But we need to start a war on selfishness. We need to, that's what we need to start a war on. We need to start a war on selfishness and start replacing it with love. With that, what was love? Long suffering, patient and kind. Who wants to suffer long? Nobody. But that's what love does. That's what love does. That's what love does. And we're going to have to grow up in love. Grow up in grace. Grow up in truth, right? Love always finds a way to do good. If you love somebody, you will always find a way to somehow get in their way. You will always find a way to somehow do right by them. You're always looking for a way to help them, right? Love will always find a way. And you know what? Jesus made a way. He made a way through the cross. He made a way so that we could now be a part of heaven. We can now be a part of the family of God. He made a way so now that we could restore our relationship with God the Father. We can now have a real relationship with with the Father, with the Holy Spirit, because Jesus made a way. Love made a way, right? Love made a way. And Jesus said in the last days, you want to know what Jesus said in the last days? First of all, read your Bible. Jesus said in the last days that deception would greatly increase. Look at your neighbor. Say, don't be deceived. 
Don't be deceived because we so easily can be. We can so easily be deceived. And Jesus says in the last days, deception's going to be increasing, right? And how many of you guys know scams be happening all the time? How many of you guys get fake phone calls all day? You'd be blocking those phone numbers, right? You'd be like, we have uh, um, an insurance. You know, a distant relative just died. And if we could just have your credit card number, we will get you an inheritance. You're like, what? And there you are. Hold on, let me get my credit card. No, that's a fake phone call. Hang up the phone. Block, 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 right? You get some phony emails. You get some crazy stuff. Or there's catfish profiles, some crazy beautiful model is on there and it's some crazy not beautiful model on there. But you done been catfished. Stop fishing. We're supposed to be fishers of men, not fishers of profiles, okay? We'll just leave that there. It's lies. It's lies. It's lies, 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 deception, fake news. I'm not kidding, guys. I want to be real with you. I want to be real with you because people be talking about they woke and you're, you're dead. You're not. You're sleepwalking. Let's wake up. Let's wake up. And I want to help you wake up. I want to give everything that I am to a generation so that they can go far beyond me, so that they can multiply, so that we will see a sea of young people that rise up and they walk in grace. They walk in love. They walk in truth. They know who they are. They walk in their authority in Christ Jesus. You know what? Jesus Christ died on the cross so that you can walk in authority, that we would have authority over the enemy so we wouldn't fall for the lies, but we would know truth. And to know truth is to know Jesus because he is the source of all truth. Y'all, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Got me spitting and everything. Seriously, it's a fake news generation. For only $59.99, you can have this fat melting pill. You just take this pill one time, fat melts away. $59.99 for four easy payments and no shipping and handling. We'll send you another one and for your family and for your friends, right? For $59.99, you can get this fat melting workout machine. You can get this detox juice that will cleanse your body of fat for $59.99.999. And there you are, getting your credit card number out. Woo! Lord, I need this because you know this, this, this workout machine is the answer. This is the answer. I am going to be so fit when this workout machine arrives in the mail. No, you're not. A fat melting gym membership. It's all lies. It is all lies. If you want to melt fat, deny self. That's how it goes. You want to melt fat, deny junk food, and actually use the fat melting workout machine that you bought for $59.99, 25 easy payments that you're still paying for. And you haven't even taken it out of the box. But we ain't going to talk about that, right? We have to learn to deny self. We literally have to learn to deny self. You don't act on every thought that flows through your mind. Look at your neighbor. Say, that's crazy. If I acted on every thought that flew through my mind... I would run over people. I would play bumper cars out there. I would slap people in the store. 
I mean, because it flows through my mind. You know how many times I think I'm right about everything? And I realize I'm not. I realize I can be self-deceived. I realize that I need to take control and I need to have self-control. I need to be suffering long, right? I need to, that's when muscles are built in the breaking down. Sometimes we need to break down these bad habits. We need to break down these bad thoughts and we need to replace them with good. We're only going to overcome evil with good. We're only going to overcome evil with good. We need to learn how to deny self. You know what? If you're like, I'm only going to eat five chips out of this bag. And you're five bags later. And what's wrong? You're like, oh, why did I do that to myself? It's like pleasurable for a moment. It's like. And then it's like, oh, you know. But you know why? It's because you're just watching TV and you're not even aware of what you're doing. And then your brain's probably like, ha, stop, stop, we hurt. And it was like, that was 20 minutes ago and you're already in two hours of the show. You know, you've been binge watching and you've been binge eating. But we got to learn to deny self. I'm making it funny, but we really need to learn how to deny self. We don't get whatever we want. And if you do, you're spoiled. Can I get an amen, sister? Luke 9, 23. Then he said to them all, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. For what profits a man if he gains the whole world and is himself destroyed or lost? Isn't that crazy that in losing our life in Christ Jesus, we actually find it? In laying down our life, we actually gain it. We actually gain true purpose, true life. The world is lost. They're lost. They don't have purpose. That's why they're chasing causes. They're chasing purpose. They're chasing truth. And they need to find it. And we have it. And the crazy thing is that we trade our truth for their lie. Why? Because we don't know. We don't know that we know that we know. And we, get, we, get, we can chase the allure of it. That it, Sin is attractive, right? It's pleasurable for a season, for a season. We can't be deceived. We can't be deceived no longer. The church cannot be deceived no longer. We need to stand up and walk in our authority. We need to stand up and walk in grace. We need to stand up and walk in love. We need to stand up and walk in truth. And we stand for truth. If it's popular or not, we're going to stand for truth, right? But first, we got to know truth. And I was like so hyped to talk about truth. I was like, I couldn't wait. And God said, you're going to be talking about deception. I'm like, huh? (laughs) Not the opposite. But we need to see. Otherwise, we can be deceived. If we don't know that there's a flip side, then we can easily be deceived. Definition of deception, the act of causing someone to accept as true or valid what is false or invalid. The enemy is a liar and he's selling lies and we are done 
trading truth for a lie, right? The act of deceiving, resorting to falsehood or deception. The act of condition of being deceived. The devil is a liar. He is the father. He is the originator of all lies. He cannot speak the truth. So if he's saying the sky is yellow, it's not. I mean, whatever he says, he can't even speak the truth. It's blue. It's yellow. No, it's blue. It's yellow. No, it's blue. It's yellow. And can you see that in the world today? Whatever the Christian says, the world has to say opposite. And now they're making God look bad and the devil is rising. You know, the devil is a liar. He's no longer going to deceive us. We ain't playing that games. We're rising up in truth. We're learning who we are. We're learning that God is good and that's how we're going to overcome evil. We're going to call a lie a lie and we're going to call truth truth. We're not going to trade truth any longer, right? And you know what the devil, he's the exact opposite of God. God cannot lie. God cannot lie. I wish that was me. You know, actually, it's really hard for me to lie because my face, my face, obviously, you guys see my face. I'm like, like, that's why it's hard for them to find a thumbnail of me. Because my face is like, my face is so dramatic. It's been, I got one eyebrow that's like, what? It's always high, like, what's up? Yes, that's my face, and that's why I'm a bad liar. He's like, do I look fat? Do I look good? How do you like my hair? So, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, yeah, it's nice. But then when I really like it, I'm like, oh my gosh, I love your hair. I'm like so dramatic on the other side too. So, if you're looking, if you're feeling insecure and you're looking for a compliment and you know you look kind of crazy, don't ask me. Because I'm like, "Uh uh-huh. That ain't right. (laughs) You ain't going to put something else on. But the devil is a liar, and he's the exact opposite of God. God cannot lie, right? God cannot lie. Numbers 23, 19 says, God is not a man, so he does not lie. He is not human, so he does not change his mind. Titus 1, 2, the truth This truth gives them confidence that they have eternal life, which God, who does not lie. God what? God does not lie. Promise them before the world began. Hebrews 6.18. So God has given both his promise and his oath. These two things are unchangeable because it is impossible for God to lie. It's impossible for what? It's impossible for God to lie. I want to raise in a generation that it's impossible for them to lie, that they speak the truth in love and they see through grace, right? I want it to be impossible for us to lie and we speak in the truth. We don't need to be crazy. We don't need to be like, I mean, we don't need to talk trash like you ugly, you fat, you you that. No, but we're going to speak the truth. We're going to stand in truth, but we're going to also like speak love, you know? Ugly is in the eye of the beholder. What is that? Nobody's ugly. You're just broke. Yeah, I feel you. Nobody is ugly. You're just broke because you can pay to fix anything, says that. That was a joke. Calm down, everybody. See, I cannot lie. (laughs) I can. (laughs) I'm not God. All right. It's impossible for God to lie. Therefore, we seek refuge and we have confidence as we hold on to the hope that lies before us. God cannot lie. It is impossible for him to lie. He can only speak the truth because he is truth. 
God is truth. So he can only speak the truth, right? James 1, 16. Y'all ready to open your Bibles today? Y'all came to hear the word, right? Y'all came to receive something. I want to empower you with truth. So we're going to have to look to the word for that truth. James 1, 16. Do not be misled. Why? Because we so easily can be. We can so easily be misled. The Bible is saying, don't be misled. Don't be fooled. Don't be deceived. My beloved brothers and sisters, every good thing given and every perfect gift is from above. If it's good, it's from God, right? It comes down from the Father of light, the creator and sustainer of heavens, in whom there is no variation, no rising or setting or shadow cast by his turning, for he is perfect and never changes. It was of his own will that he gave us birth as his children by the word of truth, by the word of truth, so that we would be a kind of first fruits of his, cre- of his creatures, a prime example of what he created to be set apart to himself, sanctified, made holy for his divine purpose. We were created to be a part of God's family. We were created to be a part of his divine nature. We were created to be like God here on this earth. And you know what? The devil is hating. He's jealous. The devil wishes he could be us. But he can only be a fake and a phony. But we have the real deal. We have God's divine nature. We've been created in the image of God. God lives and breathes in us, in you. Look at your neighbor, in you. Yeah, you, even you. Right? The devil, he's, the devil is lusting after our authority. He wishes he had it. And the only thing he can do is try to deceive us that we don't have it. He can try to deceive us that he has it. You remember when you were a kid and you were afraid of the dark? And you're like, whoo, what's in there? And you turn the light on and it's nothing. It's time that Christians start turning the light on and start exposing that the devil is nothing, no one. He can do nothing. He has nothing. He's already defeated. He's already under our feet. Yes, we need to turn the light on. Everywhere we go, we got to turn the light on. We need to turn the light on and start being the light of truth to this world. We need to be the light of Jesus, the salt of this earth, right, to this world. Waking people up. Say, you know what? You're sleeping. You're not woke. Wake up. Wake up. Let's turn the lights on. Turn the lights on. Stop hiding your light. God has so much inside of you to literally change this world. You don't need to chase a cause. You don't need to chase purpose. God has a purpose. You just need to find truth and you need to find it in God's word. You need to find it in Jesus, right? Don't be afraid of the dark. You are the light. You are the light. The devil's a liar and he cannot speak truth. John 8, 43. John 8, 43, God's word translation. Why don't you understand the language I use? It's because you can't understand the words I'm saying. Sometimes y'all can't understand the words I'm saying. Here we go. You can't understand the words I use. You come from your father, the devil. See, that's why you can't understand me. Just kidding. (laughs) Jokes, jokes, jokes. You, 
You come from your father, the devil, and you desire to do what your father wants you to do. The devil was a murderer from the beginning. He has never been truthful. He does not know what the truth is. He doesn't even know what the truth is. Why we believe in him? He's a liar. Whenever he tells a lie, he's doing what comes naturally to him. He is a liar and the father of lies. So you do not believe me because I tell you the truth. So don't worry when the world doesn't believe you. Don't worry when they don't believe you, right? But don't trade your truth for their lie. Don't trade your truth for their lie just because they don't believe you. Offer them truth. Offer them grace. Offer them love. You need to offer them. They're waiting for you to rise up and offer them. And this time in this era, we've kind of lost common sense. Like common sense is out the door. It's just like follow the crowd, follow what people say, and follow this and follow that. No, what does God's word say? What does common, common sense say, right? What does common sense say? We have to know the truth or we fall for the lies of the enemy. If you know nothing, you fall for everything. Yeah, somebody write that down. If you know nothing, you fall for everything. It's time to know the word. Like, okay, like evolution, okay? Anybody seen the monkeys? I like nature programs. I love to watch them. I love to watch ocean. So I love watching all the nature programs, but I don't like when they start talking about my distant relatives. This my, my, my distant cousin, my distant uncle, my distant, no, no, no. That's not my distant uncle, ooh, ooh, ah, ah, he out there, no. But common sense would say, how come we don't see half monkeys running around? They got one arm, one monkey arm, one man arm. One monkey arm, like one monkey foot, one man foot. Common sense is like, well, where's that? No, no. Common sense is like, I didn't come from a monkey. But the devil, like for real, you may be picking your nose, but you're not a monkey. The devil wants you to believe that you're an animal. And that's why it's okay if you act like one. But you're not an animal, and you did not come from an animal. You are created in the image of God. And God has a plan, and he has a purpose for you. We were created with his divine purpose, with his divine nature. It's time to wake up, know the truth, walk in that truth, and start making common sense that I'm not a monkey, right? Come on, we need to stop believing the experts of this world and start believing the truth. The experts of this world, it's like, first, it's, it's all of the straws that we're using. So everybody gets the metal straws. And then it's the plastic cups that we're using. So everybody has to get their hydro whatever. And what is it, is it a hydro? Yeah. So then it's this, and then it's that, and then it's this, and then it's that. And it's like, we're following what? The experts. And all of a sudden, when it's out, it's no longer popular. Oh, are the turtles no longer eating your straws? What happened? It was all over media. And if you had a plastic straw, people were like, side eye, side eye. You're killing the turtles. And you're like drinking your smoothie like, what just happened? Like, I've been in the ocean, and I actually saw a turtle, and I petted the turtle. First of all, because I didn't know it was illegal. Sorry about that. We're probably going to retract that from the YouTube. Just kidding. <laughs> and he was not chewing on a straw. He was living his best life in Hawaii. <laughs> and I was just trying to catch him. Like, hey, little turtle. Oh, my God. 
gosh, it's so awesome. His back was um, like algae, like it had, it was slimy. It was fun. I got out of the ocean and I cried. I was like, oh God, you're so good. Your creation is so beautiful. But I didn't think I came from a turtle, okay? I just enjoyed it for it was. So we can't just blindly trust everything that we see. We can't even blindly trust the experts of this day, the experts of this era. The devil wants you to think you're an animal so that it's okay to act like one, but we know that we're not, right? We're created in the image of God. God created you. God loves you, and God has a plan for your life. Never forget that. When you're feeling lonely, when you feel stupid, when you feel like nothing, remember that God loves you, and he has a plan for you, and he created you for a purpose. He created you for this hour, for this time, for this generation. He created you. He loves you. He's called you. And Jesus said in the last days, a lot of people will be deceived. Deception's going to rise. Read Matthew chapter 24. That's for you to read on your own time. You're going to be like, listen to what Jesus says, okay? I pray that if I'm deceived in any area that God will show me the truth. Seriously, I can't think that I know it all. I have to say, God, show me. Am I deceived in this area? Like I said, sometimes I think I know what's right all the time. And I got to ask myself, God, am I deceived in this area? God, show me, show me, show me through your love. Show me through your grace. Show me through your truth. Show me through the life of Jesus. Show me through your word, right? And it sucks sometimes because we've wasted precious time believing a lie. Have you guys ever believed a lie? Believed a lie about yourself because somebody told you? You believed a lie from religion because religious people told you that this is how God was? And I wasted some time in my life when I was younger thinking, that God didn't love me. But it wasn't until I came to Love Life Church, it wasn't until I met Pastor Dan, it wasn't until he spoke that truth that I was actually set free from religion because I don't want religion. I want a real relationship with God and God wants a real relationship with you. God wants a real relationship with you. So don't be deceived, stop trading truth for a lie. And the only way that we're gonna know the truth is to know the source of all truth. And his name is Jesus, Jesus! His name is Jesus. He's the way. He's the truth. He's the life. In John 14, 6, Jesus said to him, I am the only way to God and the real truth and the real life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Jesus is the way. He is a highway. He is a road. He is the journey. He is the avenue. He is the direction. Jesus is the truth. He is the source of all truth. Jesus is the life. And we have a responsibility to walk in that life. We have a responsibility to choose Jesus, to choose to renew our mind, right? To choose to let go of the past and press forward. We have to choose to change directions with our, our lives. We have to choose this. Change is a process, not an event. We have to choose Jesus every single day. Every single day that I wake up, I have to choose my purpose. Every single day that I wake up, I have to choose. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. It doesn't matter what the circumstance. It doesn't matter what my body says. It doesn't matter what's going on in my life. This is the day that the Lord has made. God's called me for this hour. God's called me for this generation. God wants to use me in a big way. And I want to be used by God in a big way. So every day, 
Every single day, I have to wake up and choose purpose. I have to wake up and choose Jesus. I have to wake up and choose love. What is choose love? Choose long-suffering. Choose to be patient. Choose to be kind. Choose to be never envious, never jealous, right? Believe the best of all things. Never give up. Never give up. Hopes, endures, everything, every circumstance. I will never fail. Why? Because I walk and live by love. I walk and live by God's love. Yes. Amen. Preaching myself happy up here right? Change starts with us. It starts in our hearts. It starts in our homes. It starts with us. Like I said last week, like if Pastor Dan asked me to do something, I'm like, woo, on it. Let's go. Well, change starts in our homes, right? If Pastor Dan asked you to get something, woo, we're all running. If I asked you guys, can somebody give me some water? I mean, all you guys are going to go run and get the water. But if somebody asked me at home, like, like I said last week, Chateau, she asked me, can you turn the light off? I'm like, your legs broke? Like, can you, I'm like, they asked me to get something. I'm like, Ugh. can't you get it yourself? What's wrong with you? I ain't your slave. I ain't your servant. But it's crazy. If we could start serving in home, if we could start serving our kids, serving our spouse, if we could start serving, they ask you something. It's like God asking you, like, let's go. We're all running. Can you imagine you asked your kids to take out the trash and all 20 of them run to take the trash out? <laughs> some of y'all got some big family. <laughs> you say, take out the trash, take out the trash. And, and they like, they don't even hear what you say. <laughs> It's like you got to start throwing the chancla, turn the TV off, take their iPad, and then they're like, what? What is your problem? I've been yelling at you for like five minutes. Okay, let's turn the voice on and say, I want to listen to my mom. I'm going to listen to my parents. I'm going to listen to my spouse. I'm going to listen to my kids. I'm going to listen to myself, right? We're going to start serving, right? It starts in our hearts. It starts with an attitude of being a servant leader. Jesus was the greatest leader. Jesus served. He served the disciples. He served people. He preached, teach, and healed. He fulfilled everything that he was called to do through service. Through service. Strength is for service, not status. Never forget that. We're strong in the Lord and the power of his might to serve others, to love one another. And it starts in our home. I challenge you to love those in your home first. They're the hardest. <laughs> I'm, I'm like exaggerating a little bit about my sisters. Like we rarely ask each other for anything. We're all so independent, but I'm just giving it as an example. Y'all feel me? Okay. Cause I'm going to hear about it when I get home. <laughs> all right. John 8 31. Then Jesus said to the Jews who believed in him, if you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the application of the truth shall make you free. If you abide in my word, I used to think like, okay, that meant that I have to read the word every single day all the time. And I'm learning that abiding in God's word is that getting the word in you, and you're always thinking about it. You're, it's always coming to your mind. You're always remembering it. And then you have a situation come up, and the Holy Spirit reminds you of the word. You're abiding in his word. It means you're living close with God. 
that you're living close with God. Every situation, every circumstance, as you're driving, you're having a relationship with God. He's there with you. And it's not that you're all religious and all you do is listen to the word all the time, 24-7, and you drive, and it's like it can only be the Bible playing, and then you, you never watch TV. It's only the Bible. It's about always having, living a life with God's word, with God's truth, with God's grace, right? Abiding. And it's the application of that truth that will set you free. I want truth. Do you? I don't want religion. I want truth. I want freedom, not bondage. Right? I want to see through God's grace. I want to see what God sees. I want to speak what God says. And I want to live close with God. I want to have a real relationship with God. Right? We need to stop trading truth for a lie. And we need to walk in our authority. We need to walk in truth. So like I said, growing up, I thought I was a bad kid. I thought I was a bad kid just because, like, honestly, I was curious. I was just always making trouble. I thought I was a bad kid, and I thought I lost my salvation every single day. Every single day, I thought I lost. I received Jesus, like, I was, like, maybe four. So, but every single day, all the new religion, I thought I, I thought I lost my salvation. I'm going to hell, I'm going to hell, I'm going to hell, I'm going to hell. Like, every single day, every little thing I did, I was going to hell. And it was crazy. It sucked. It was horrible. I didn't like that. But you get stuck in religion. But it's the truth and the application of that truth that sets you free. It's not just the word. It's not just works. It's not just legalism. It's abiding in the word, living in the word. And the word comes alive in your life and it sets you free. It's not binding. It's not restricting. It's not every day that I wake up, I have to pray for four hours. It's that when I wake up, I acknowledge God. And when I go to sleep, I acknowledge God. And when I brush my teeth, I acknowledge God. And when I eat my breakfast, I acknowledge God. And when I work out, I acknowledge God. And on my drive to work, I acknowledge God. And everywhere that I am, I acknowledge God. And his word starts to come alive in me, right? So I thought that God only loved me when I did good. And I thought he didn't love me when I did bad. Has anybody been there? You thought, God doesn't love me when I do bad, but he only loves me. Love is not something that God rewards us with. Love is not something God rewards you like, okay, you did good. I love you. Love is who God is. Like if we could get that, love is not something that God rewards you with. Love is who God is. And God loves you. God is love and he is good. We just have to renew our mind to his truth, not religion, so that we can be set free. Romans 12, 2, do not be conformed to this world. Why? Because this world is trying to conform you. It's trying to conform you, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Jesus offers us a new life, a brand new life, an abundant life. We need to grow in understanding of truth. We have to grow up. God, I don't want to be deceived. Show me your truth. 
God, I don't want to be deceived. And the crazy thing is that even through all that religion, I had a real relationship with God. I talked to God every night about how I was doing. I talked to God about how religion sucked and I wanted to have fun. And, and you know, if I was going to hell, if I was going to go to hell, I might as well have fun on my way there, God, because, you know, this is too hard to live this way. The crazy thing is that I may have been bad, but I was actually having a real relationship with God, talking to him about all my bad, talking to him about what I was going through, talking about the bad choices I was hiding from my parents, talking to God. I'm over here having a real relationship with God. And God's like, you want to know me? Come over here, girl. You abiding with me. You may not know, but let me get you connected with a pastor. Let me get you connected with truth. I'm about to set you free. You about to set this world on fire, girl. Why? Because I had a, I was abiding in his word, not religion. I was abiding in his relationship, having a close relationship with God, just inviting him into my real everyday life, my messed up life, but my real everyday life. And he came into the mix. He gave me the truth. And I was set free from that bondage, right? Set free from that. I want to live free, free from sin and death, free from guilt, free from condemnation, free from shame, free from sickness, free, free, free. I want to live free, free indeed, right? But we have to be willing to face the truth. Like, I want to be free. Then are you ready to face the truth? Because it's time to face the truth. It's not scary. It's freedom. It's freedom. It is freedom. Not leaning to our own understanding, our own upbringing. This is the way my parents did it. This is the way my nana did it. This is how they do it. No, we, we can't lean to our own understanding. We got to look to God's truth. We got to trust in him and have Jesus help us. You know, when things are not popular, we need his help. When we're going against the grain, we're going against the crowd, we need his help. And you need to ask him to help you. Ask him to help you stand for truth when it's not popular, when it's not cool, when it doesn't feel good. Ask him to help you. He will help you. He'll be right there. Don't be deceived. We can only overcome evil with good. You can do whatever you want to do. Look at your neighbor and say, you can do whatever you want. You can do whatever you like. Yeah, you can do whatever you like. But not everything you do is good for you. You can do whatever you want, but not everything you do is good for you. You are free to drink whatever you want. Go for it until, you're not, you're, until you are no longer free not to. You are free to party as long as you want. Go for it until you are no longer free not to. You are free to smoke whatever you want. Go for it. Do it until you're no longer free not to, right? You are free to be in a relationship with whoever you want. I'm about to throw down. I'm serious, guys. You're free to be in a relationship with whoever you want until you are no longer free not to, right? You can watch whatever you want. Watch it. Go ahead. Turn it on. You can watch whatever you want until you are no longer free not to. There comes a point where you have to, and you become a slave to your habits. You become a slave even to bad relationships. You become a slave to your habits. Make sure they're good ones, because that's all the same on the good side. I'll be a slave to good habits all day, every day. Wake up, work out, wake up, serve Jesus, wake up, let's go, wake up, get to the house of God, wake up, eat healthy breakfast. I have to remind myself, I love healthy things. I desire healthy things. I love to eat my vegetables. Why? I got to make myself good habits. I'll be a slave to them all day, every day, 
right? It becomes your habit. I, truth equals freedom. Sin equals bondage. You become a slave to like a bad master. The devil is a liar. Yes, sin is pleasurable for a season. Just like that, the season is gone. And then the consequences, knock, knock, knock. Here we go. It's pleasurable, but that's the deception of sin. It looks attractive. It's calling your name, but it's a lie. It's not the truth. The devil is a liar. The world has nothing to offer me. The world has nothing to offer you, right? We're in this world, but we're not of this world. We belong to the family of God, and we need to understand that truth, right? The world is crying out, I'm your answer. Come, follow me. And here I am looking through the window like, girl, don't follow him. Hang up that phone. Don't follow, right? Don't fall for the lie. Don't trade your truth for someone's lie. You need to know who you are. Like, follow me, follow me. Don't trade your truth, but offer truth. Offer grace. Don't be hiding like, oh yeah, now I can't go out in the world. You're going to be quarantined for the rest of your life because the world's bad and the world's crazy. No, offer truth, offer grace, offer love, right? Romans 16, 17. Now I urge you, brethren, note that those who cause division and offense, contrary to doctrine which you have learned, you know the truth, avoid them. For those who are such do not serve our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own belly, their own flesh, their own desires. And, are, and by smooth words and flattery speech, deceive the hearts of who? The simple. You know what simple means? Stupid. Be smart. Choose wisdom. Choose Jesus. 1 Peter 3.10 for he who would love life. Y'all ready? Who wants to love life? And see good days. Let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit, deception. Let him turn away from evil and do good. Let him seek peace and pursue it. Do you want to love life? Watch your mouth. You want to love life? Turn from evil and do good. You want to love life? Pursue peace. Pursue God. Pursue love. God loves the whole world. God loves the whole world. God gave Jesus for the whole world, right? John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For, he, for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. We first have to let love in if we're ever going to get love out. And we cannot overcome hate with hate. We can overcome hate with love, with love, with God's love, with God's grace, and with God's truth. Amen? Amen. Change, it starts with us, and it starts in our hearts. And if you would like to receive Jesus in your heart today, because he is the source of all truth, and it starts with choosing Jesus, Remember, this takes time, but the best decision that you'll ever make in your life is to choose Jesus, to choose Jesus, to live with Jesus, to walk with Jesus, to answer the call. He is a gentleman. 
He won't invite himself in. You have to invite him in. He's knocking, but you got to let him in. It's so simple. Salvation is a free gift. In Romans 10, 9, and 10, it says, If you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God. It is by openly declaring your faith that you are saved. If you want to call on Jesus tonight for the first time, let's do it. Let's pray. Let's call on the name of Jesus because he has a plan and a purpose for you. Say, Jesus. I call your name right now. I believe you're the son of God. I believe you came to the earth, died on the cross for my sin. On the third day, you rose from the dead. Thank you for forgiving me and setting me free. I receive you, Jesus, in my life today. And thank you for answering my prayer. Amen. And just like that, you've entered into the family of God. If you entered in the family of God for the first time today, we would love to connect you with some resources. We would love to hear from you. Just select that I Receive Jesus button. We also have, um, Pastor wrote a book. It's an awesome book and it has resources about what's your next step. There's so much more to salvation than just going to heaven. We can actually start to live heaven on earth. We would love to get that resource to you. Just fill out one of those connect cards and let us know that you received Jesus. If you're in the building and you received Jesus tonight for the first time, we would love to celebrate with you and welcome you into the family of God. If you could raise your hand, anybody in the building? All right, everybody in the building, you received Jesus? All right, amen, we family. We love you so much. And I am so thankful that you guys came today. I'm so thankful that you joined online. We love you. And you guys, you know what? Let's start seeing others how God sees. Let's start speaking what God says. And let's start living close with God in our everyday real life. Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you.